Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Friday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Friday, another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. We are going into a three-day weekend for me. Hopefully, you have three days for your weekend, too, and you're lucky enough to work in an industry that doesn't make you work on Columbus Day. And I'm calling it Columbus Day because I don't understand the Indigenous People Day thing. I'm, I'm not an indigenous, indigenousness, indigenous, I can't even say the damn word, indigenousness person. Okay, that's not me, and I really don't know anybody that is. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's start the podcast off by getting into the fact that, yes, you can decide you want to do anything you want to put your mind to. Yes, you can decide you want to paint the wall a different color. Yes, you can decide you want to dye your hair a different color. Yes, you can decide you want to turn, change the texture or switch your lipstick or switch what pants you're wearing or maybe switch your haircut if you're a dude. Maybe you can decide you want to change who you're dating, what you're watching, where you're going, what you're reading. Maybe you want to change what you're eating and you want to eat healthier and you want to make better decisions <coughs> long term. Maybe you even want to decide you want to change the party that you vote for. It wasn't long ago that I was unaffiliated before I was independent. And then before that, I was Democratic. And I went from that to Republican. So it didn't just happen overnight. But yes, you can decide to change any of those things. You can decide to change what you're watching on regular TV or what you're watching on a streaming service you can seriously decide to change any of it and you probably should though you really should be wanting to do things differently not only can you say to yourself yes i can learn another language or yes i can travel or yes i can discover something new or maybe i want to watch the weather channel Not only can you say to yourself, yes, I can, yes, I can get through this assessment at work, or yes, I can apply to a job that I actually want to do, or I want to persevere and study something in college that I actually care about, instead of some whack stuff that's not going to get me employment. Outside of the yes, you can is the never give up, because if you give up on yourself or anybody else, you'll never see anything through. And being a person that never sees anything through is not a good thing. Sticking to something to the end and persevering is the only way to be successful in your life. You're going to have to persevere through some very difficult times, uh, especially if you're a millennial in 2023, you've experienced a lot of shit happening in your lifetime. And I can definitely tell you, it hasn't been fun. It's been sad. It's been angry. It's been upsetting. It's just been sometimes it feels pointless like did I actually think that we were going to be able to buy property travel raise a family and believe in our catholic beliefs without someone pestering us to try to tell us how far we can drive in the fucking car but you can't give up you can't give up on children either because children have to have something to believe in whether they're sick whether they're okay whatever the situation is we have to be adults and we have to be role models for these kids like John Cena is such a role model and such a an amazing man, right? All those make a wishes that he does and his symbolization of never give up, it means something very special. And it, and it, it's definitely very close to my heart because I watched John Cena as a kid on WWE 
I spent basically my entire childhood watching him. And I have nothing but admiration and respect for him. So the idea that I get to have him be part of my podcast every day is truly a blessing. And it just makes me feel special. Any chance I get to talk about the ideology behind never give up. Because never giving up means that you don't give up. You, you stay with it. You stick with it and you get things completed and done and finished. And I am never going to give up on you. Following the never give up is the why not today. Because procrastination and indecisiveness isn't going to get you anywhere. It's going to leave you sitting on the couch wondering what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. Like, let's be real. If you work 40 hours a week and you only get off two days, which is on Saturday and Sunday, or let's say you work 40 hours a week and you get one day off during a week and then you work a weekend day Saturday, especially if you work in like corporate America, just because you work this doesn't mean you're going to necessarily be able to get everything done. And assuming that you're going to is incorrect. Sometimes I want to have days where I don't do anything all day. I like look forward to that because I work very hard at my job, at my career. I work really hard, right? And I look forward to the idea that I'll be able to have that time. But that doesn't mean that I'll actually have it. It doesn't. Procrastination, sitting there thinking about things over and over again. I I need to do this, but I don't know where I'm going to do it. The dishwasher stopped working, but I'll get to it later. I need to go run errands, but I I don't want to do it right now. I'm going to wait and do it later. I suppose buy a gift for a baby shower I'm going to, but I'll get to that at a later point. I'm getting out of work at this time, so when I'm done with that, then I'll do this. How do you know you're going to have that availability? Why aren't you returning the phone call? Why aren't you making your doctor's appointments? Why aren't you ripping off the band-aid of indecisiveness and procrastination that's not going to lead you to success it's going to lead you to bad things trust me when i say that let's get to the headlines and let's talk about some things that are necessary today on this friday before we jump into it i feel like it's important for me to say this i listened to ben shapiro today and uh, I listened to half of Michael Newell's show today. The reason I prefer listening to Daily Wire is I don't like commercials and I don't like the podcasts that are on, I don't know. I don't like podcasts that aren't connected to a direct establishment or company. That's the reason I like the Young Turks so much. That, I mean, I don't really feel the same way I felt about them with Daily Wire, but I do feel a connection, and I feel like a... I, I feel... It feels different than me just listening to regular podcasts on Apple, right? Because I like listening to Dinesh D'Souza. I like listening to Dan Bongino. I like even sometimes listening to Megan Kelly, although she's starting to make me feel like she is just talking about like MSNBC stuff like everybody doesn't like Gates right now because he got rid of Kevin McCarthy but Kevin McCarthy isn't helping anybody with anything why was Nancy Pelosi in a secret office 
in the capital of the United States of America. Why is she there? Why do we keep giving these people all these chances to fuck us over in the end? When are black people going to wake the fuck up? right why are we talking about something that's over already and i like ben shapiro but i think he's too close to his religion and his race which is taking him away from reality and it's not just him it's a lot of others like him just like megan kelly i like her too but like why are you guys attacking trump saying Trump is doing something. Do you understand what you sound like? And then why do you have to talk about the MAGA group like it's a problem? You do understand that when Trump was president, the gas price was 199. There was no fucking inflation. Normal people could buy houses and properties. Kids could go to college and not completely be indoctrinated by LGBTQ plus negative sign plus XYZA. You know, there was that. And like the idea of someone being attacked because they're pro-life there would have been more consequences. There wouldn't have been drug-infested cities like Portland and Seattle and New York and Chicago and Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and Detroit and L.A. and San Diego. And I could keep going on with cities. If you want me to, I'll continue. I will go through all the boroughs of New York, which you don't want to go into. One of these far-left lunatics got stabbed to death after a wedding and his girlfriend saw him die. And to make that worse, his friends did a fucking GoFundMe so they could take time off work and get paid for it. They did not do a GoFundMe to give to his girlfriend. They didn't do a GoFundMe to help with the the funeral. They did a GoFundMe so they didn't have to work. And they did it. And no one's calling it out. But okay. So Ben Shapiro and a bunch of others. I'll leave Dinesh out of this. I'll even maybe leave Dan out of this. Although Dan's show, and I like Dan Bongino, but all the commercials that he does over and over and over, I know that they, when they're on the podcast, they have to do their commercials and their ads differently, and I just, I don't like it. But that's because I'm used to just being able to listen to what I want to hear. Like, even Megan Kelly does it. We're going to take a quick break right now, and we're going to go and ad. I don't give a fuck about the ad. I want to hear what you're saying, man. I'm listening to you because I am a pol- political i have a political interest in hearing things but i don't give a fuck about these ads and i wish there was a way where i could listen to these people without that and i don't have time to go on their fucking radio shows and deal with all that but i wish there was a way where we could just get away from that but unfortunately i don't think that exists i like daily wire because i don't have to hear a bunch of blabber nabber and i don't like ads and i don't like commercials i don't even like it on tv so when i'm hearing it and i'm listening to a podcast it turns me off automatically and if you're starting your podcast off by talking about fucking consumer cellular or some fucking med spa shit i'm already out like i'm already starting to lose interest and it's not just me that probably feels like that i'm tuning you in to hear you and you're completely disregarding me by doing that shit And I know you have to have these ads to have your podcast be on, but I don't do ads on my podcast, right? Do you hear ads when you listen to me? 
because I don't do it. I, I, I don't make any money off of this. I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing it because I want to share my voice with the world because I feel like it's important for me to have a marker in this world. For born to be a star to matter, right? That's why I do this. It's not for money. I'm not trying to become uber rich and famous off of a podcast called Born to be a Star. I'm trying to send the message. And the reason why I do the segment called No Media Allowed and I have so much passion for it is because I have witnessed this shit over and over and over again. I've been the kid in school witnessing the racism. I've been the kid in school watching the ridiculous shit where people talk about white people. And I am mixed, so I don't really want to talk about white people because I'm white too. So there's that. It's just all confusing. These fucking kids can't read. And there's serious problems here. And when I'm listening to Ben Shapiro insult Donald Trump, it just explains to me that he doesn't understand the bigger picture here. Ron DeSantis is not going to win. He is not tough enough. He is not hard enough. He is not ready enough. It's not happening. And I know him and a bunch of others the Rubin Report, and all these other fuckers that have their In the Garage podcast want him to win, but he isn't. I have my own feelings about Fox News that probably a lot of people disagree with me on. But I'm at the point where I'm willing to boycott Fox News because I think we've already lost them. Media has to come together to open the eyes of millions of people so they can see who these autocratic, power-hungry lunatics are. And the more I have to look at these commercials about me giving my money to some fucking service or helping some crooked-teethed child with something, the more I become irritated. Who's helping the American children that need help? Why aren't there commercials for that? Who's funding that? Nobody. Why are you telling me to care about Jewish elderly people? Who gives a fuck about these Jewish elderly people? What about the veterans and the people that are becoming homeless in the United States of America because they're getting removed from where they live for these fucking illegal aliens that are claiming that they need asylum? Half of these people don't need asylum. You're telling me that a grown-ass man that's like 25 years or older needs asylum for what? Too bad. Figure your fucking life out in the country you came from. There's no sympathy or empathy here. Why are we pretending like Ukraine isn't a bad place? And I got news for you. They're not getting in NATO, man. And this is going to end one fucking way. The way it was going to end from the beginning. And these elderly fucking men that had something to do with the Pentagon going on the four o'clock show on Fox News telling the viewers that we need to support Ukraine is the wrong message because Americans are at the end of giving a fuck. And I'm part of that. These people are corrupt. Did you see the man dressed in a blonde wig that's American supporting Ukraine? What about the soldiers that have died and all the veterans and all those that have sacrificed their lives to keep us safe here? Shouldn't we be focused more on that? Why are we instead focusing on, I don't know, abortions for military? And why are they getting mad at the politician that's got some fucking nerves giving them a middle bird finger? Why are we mad at that? Why? Because you think everybody's easily persuaded to vote with you? 
that's the thing that everybody liked about Trump. He didn't give a fuck. He tweeted what he wanted. He said what he wanted. He called people fat. He called people stupid. And that's the great part about him. The even better thing that could happen would be if he would become the speaker. Now, he's already funded Jim Jordan, so that doesn't look like it's going to happen. A girl could hope and wish that would be great, but it looks like he's not going to do it. But maybe we'll be surprised, and maybe he will. But honestly, are we sitting here acting like Democrats are not hypocritical? Are we sitting here acting like AOC shouldn't shut the fuck up or Jamal Bowman? Or what about the crazed protester that drove into Vivek's car, who has kids, by the way? That happened. What about all these people that are likely getting attacked? There are cities that are full of drugs and death and squalor. And AOC is on TV and a fucking penthouse in New York, living a great life with a $170,000 Tesla, right? She don't give a fuck about you. These people will do anything for money and power. And it never ends. They don't have an ending move. Do they actually think they're going to win here? I don't know. It's Friday and I have more questions than answers. They said they were going to put a border wall up. Then they changed their mind. Tunnels to towers is great. But you know how we fix the tunnel to tower problem where we have to give these families money to to make them feel better about the loved one that they lost? By creating an environment and a country that doesn't okay that shit to begin with. If you do anything like that, you're going to die in the fucking street like a cowboy movie. That's what needs to happen. It needs to be some sort of like crazy shit that happens where people cannot get away with this crazy shit anymore and AOC and every other left idiot can't run around acting like some democratic activist didn't get stabbed to death the other night I talked about this at the beginning of the conversation bad shit's happening we need more cops and we need more protection that's it why we need police because police protect us from bad people ben cares way too much about ron we talked about that already the fed prints money it doesn't have and then it makes me and you and every other person pay for it and i got some statistics today that i thought i'd tell you about and these statistics came directly from the new york times and google so here it goes the richest and top 1% of the United States of America pays 40% of the federal taxes. Probably at a high-ass interest rate. Let's go down a notch, right? Not the top 1%, but down a notch from the top 1% in the country. They pay an exorbitant amount of money toward taxes, too. You want to know who pays the least amount of taxes? People that don't fucking do anything. Why do we have all these government things giving people free housing, 
free food, free medical, free, 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 free. We allow these illegal fucking aliens to come in this country. And I'm talking about Afghanistanians. I'm talking about Iranians. I'm talking about Jamaicans. I'm talking about Trinidadians. I'm talking about every race. China, Taiwan, Korea, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Ukraine, Russia. I could continue to go on, right? Why are we allowing these people to come to this country and claim that they need asylum? Why do we do it to ourselves? And why do I have to fucking watch it? I work very hard for everything that I have in my life. Nobody gives me shit, right? I get up and I go to work every day. That's how I pay my bills, right? Me and Skip make a lot of money together, but we both work hard for the money that we make. The federal government, Jerome Powell, is a fucking idiot. Printing money like it's paper and acting like there are no consequences and continuing to blame the upper class is stupid. Because that's how you make money, you fucking idiot. But okay, okay. You know what needs to happen? All of these motherfuckers need to get fired. I'm on the side of Matt Gates, and I know a lot of people don't like him right now, and I don't. I wouldn't want to be liked as a politician, a senator, a house member. I don't think I'd want to be liked because in order to fix things in America, you're not going to make any fucking friends doing it. We need hardcore, no, structured adults to run this shit correctly. And nothing's going to be run correctly if you allow these Democrats to just spin, 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 claim that they want to give abortions to people in the army. And then again... Give all this fucking money to Ukraine. Why do we care so much about Ukraine? I think we care so much about Ukraine because these politicians wash their dirty money with it. Doesn't that make sense? But this is going to end one way because Russia and China continue to get closer to each other and we are not paying attention to what's going on. I don't think we should be involved in uh, Taiwan either. And China basically told us to our face, we got more things we need to worry about after they helped destroy America because they definitely have a hand in that. Literally. Trust in God and just ignore these people when they tell you that you're wrong for not agreeing with them. (sighs) Hope, peace, and structure is built on following Jesus Christ and God. I'm not telling you you have to follow my path and become Catholic. I'm not saying you have to become Baptist. I'm not saying that you need to become a Jewish person or any other religion. But I'm saying you probably should have a religion. Being atheist means you believe in nothing. So you believe in a fucking wall. You you just don't believe that there's any possibility that God actually exists. That to me is insane. But I'm not going to kick anybody when they're down. I'm just going to ask a lot of questions because I'm seriously interested. These people that don't have anything to believe in are lost. They spend their lives searching for something because they don't have anything to search for. Drugs, sex, and insanity isn't going to fix it, right? Insecurities, hate, and confusion 
isn't the answer. And medication from some pharma doctor isn't going to fix your problems either. Going to school and hear someone tell you that you need to change your sexuality and pretend like you're trans because you want attention, it's probably not the answer either. And every time something happens, if I have to hear another fucking person come out and say, this is my coming out party, I'm going to flip the fuck out. You're not coming out. You don't want to deal with your reality, so you want to pretend like you're a different sexuality. These men wanting to be women swimmers, they don't want to be women swimmers because they want to be women swimmers. They want to be women swimmers because they suck at being a man swimmer. That's it. So now these men want to compete in women like bodybuilding and any woman's sport that exists, men want to jump on it. You have your own fucking sport. And if you suck at it, maybe you shouldn't play it. I'm just saying, maybe that's it. Why in God's green earth would politicians, especially the Democratic Party, allow this? Right? Wasn't there a bunch of women that created an entire identity behind women power? Where are they right now? Where'd they go? Because why is Riley... And a bunch of other women fighting for their rights and there's no one else. What happened to the feminist movement? Where did that go exactly? What do I tell my daughters when I have them? It's okay, honey. Just pretend like you don't see his penis. Are you fucking kidding me? You gonna indoctrinate my children in front of me and I just gotta deal with it? Get the fuck out of here. My kids ain't going to no regular public school. I don't give a fuck how much I gotta pay for private school. They're going there. That's it. They're going to a fucking Catholic school. And I don't care who doesn't like that. That's where their ass will be. In a Catholic school. From four to whenever the fuck they graduate. And then after that, it's likely they're gonna go to some sort of Christian university too. Because I just... I don't care about this shit, and you shouldn't either. This all started with me saying trust in God. Because when you don't trust in God, you're trusting in the devil. What do you think the Democrats are? They are the devil in disguise. They are demons, and we are seeing what decay looks like all around us. Do you like living in New York and being scared to leave the house because you think you're going to die because some person with a drug habit doesn't know what the fuck is going on? It's likely if you don't live in a safe neighborhood, you won't live for long. There's no way to protect yourself unless you move out of these places and never go back. The model of story on this extended edition of No Media Allowed is the media has sold us all out again. So, no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway, which is why I'm here to tell you the truth every day. Moving on from the shitty media, unapologetic laughter, ha 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 ha. Skin tones can be fun. But why do people have to wear so much makeup layers, dude? I don't even really know how to put makeup on. I gave up on that shit a long time ago. It's just, it's not attractive, like looking like a fucking clown face. I'm not into it. When I see girls put like 50 fucking layers of makeup on, it turns me the fuck off. When I hear women say, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning to put my makeup on for work. I'm like, why? 
why do you have to paint your face differently like that? Why are you chasing something that you'll never be? These fucking, like, makeup companies are just rusing women out of their money. Even these gay-ass men or these transphobic freaks that come out pretending like they're a different shade because they're wearing makeup too. And I am tired of seeing the commercials with trans people in them. That's not appealing to me. That's not making me want to purchase your product. It's turning me the fuck off and you're going on the boycott list. And I got a lot of things I'm boycotting and I'll just add you on. I still haven't been back in Target and I don't know how long it's been. I haven't bought anything from Target. I haven't been back in there, right? That's one. I, I haven't been to a Walmart in, like, forever, right? There's things I'm boycotting. I'll never drink a Bud Light. There's things that I'm boycotting. Disney, I have it, but I don't look at it, right? I pay for it, but I don't watch it, right? Another thing I'm boycotting. I could continue to go on with this boycott list of things I won't be doing, and there's a lot of them, and I take it very seriously, but when it comes to things that have to do with me that could potentially make me feel great or harper into the positivity in my life, when it comes to makeup, the fact that I like boxy charm and all these things that are girly and fun, you're trying to eliminate that from me. You're trying to take away the idea that I could feel like that. The reason I got rid of that last nail salon is because the last time I went to see the bitch, there was some gay guy in the fucking seat with his husband getting their nails done. That told me that that bitch at that nail salon cared more about them than me. And that's not what I want to be around. It isn't. I'm not saying men can't get... Uh, manicures. I'm not even saying men can't get pedicures, but I'm saying I don't want to see that. That's what the fuck I'm saying. So I'm seriously changing my life. I don't want to be getting my hair done in a weird ass place with a bunch of confused people that don't understand A and B and C and D and E and F and G and H9, J and K and L and P. I, I just, I don't like it. So when you see people with their skin tones and they're wearing 50 shades of green and yellow and the fuck man question it maybe it's okay to have a little bit of fun and test things out but do you really want to look like a clown face like do these bitches actually think they look good like they look like they're confused and not all of them can fit in that fucking small ass car while they do their like clown movements that's what it reminds me of it reminds me of a circus but not a good one I don't know. What do you think? Bad property has bad consequences. This is really funny to me. Because people are really desperate to have things now. And they'll spend stupid ass money. And they'll buy things that aren't worth it. And they'll do dumb shit that makes no sense. Because they want something. But it's not smart. Right? Trust me, right now, I want more than ever to be able to find a property that we can move into so we don't have to fucking live in a shitty apartment anymore in this area that I hate more than breathe than anything else in the entire universe. I literally hate this place. I have lived here too long. I don't like it, right? I hate it. I don't like the environment. I don't like the area. I don't like any of it. I especially don't like the fucking taxes that I got to pay to live in an inner city, right? And the potential harm that could come to me from where the fuck I live. I don't like that either. I don't like the fact that a lot of weird shit happens here. But I still live here because I'm smart enough to know that the housing market 
and the renting market is another situation entirely. If you are spending a ridiculous amount of money on a property, you're going to be stuck with bad consequences long term. Because how much is it going to cost you to pay that ridiculous ass loan off? Right? There's a question mark. And where did you buy the property? Is that a property that you're going to want to stay in for like 10 years? Because in order to be able to get the benefit of having property, you need to have the thing where you could pay off the house in like 10 years. And then if you want, move. Like, the idea that you're going to move and give up all that equity is fucking idiotic, is it not? I mean, don't be desperate right now when it comes to moving. I just told you how much I hate where I live, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be stupid and waste money. I don't like burning dollar bills or or money at all. I like the smell of hundreds, and I like that I'm not wasting my money. Because it does not grow on trees, and you have to earn what you make. So if you want to earn what you make, then be smarter about it. Just saying. Next part of the conversation. Stupid isn't smart but stupid people think it is why do we pretend like people that are idiots are smart why do we want to give validation to a fucking moron let me give you an example of what i'm talking about hillary clinton is a fucking barbarian she should be in a holding cell and some CIA offsite somewhere, hidden from ever being heard again from. But she's doing secret meetings, and she is just sharing her opinion about if you follow Trump, you need to be, like, fixed. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Hmm. So my question is, has anyone stopped to tell her that no one gives a fuck about anything she has to say? She has failed at every attempt to badmouth Trump. And I like when he makes fun of her and everybody else. We need a real president. The best thing about Trump is he cut through all the bullshit that had existed before, which is why he won, which is why he's probably going to win again. And I'm going to go against a lot of conservatives here, a lot of conservative voices, a lot of people that are trying to get you to listen to them. And I'm steering this back to no media allowed. We keep pretending that stupid people are smart, right? And the reason I use politics to explain this, I mean, I could basically use anything. We could talk about jobs. Why do jobs hire people that are unreliable, don't show up for work on time, and call out all the time? Because they're desperate for heads, right? So why don't you hire people that aren't stupid? Why do you hire underqualified idiots and then make it harder for people that are actually smart to succeed? That shit to me makes no sense, but it happens over and over and over, time after time after time, year after year after year, decade after decade after decade. The best part of the last couple of years is where we had the great resign, where people were like, fuck you and walked away. And I have a feeling 
that that is going to be forever ingrained in the minds of many people. If you keep treating stupid people like they're smart and smart people like they're stupid, you're going to be stuck with stupid people because the smart people are going to realize there's no fucking point anyway. I mean, seriously, are you really talking to me like that? Like I'm the stupid idiot? Dude, you're the stupid idiot because you don't realize that I'm smarter than you. Surprise. It's just over and over and over again. It happens time after time after time. These people in these positions, they make stupid decisions like the CEOs, these executors, these managers that think that they're managing the fucking world and they're not. These pathetic people think they're changing the world and they're not changing anything. Because stupid will never be smart. It won't. It, it just, it won't. Next part of our conversation. No one is better than anyone else. And when someone <coughs> is completely idiotic and blind and narcissistic and unaware of their surroundings they'll start to believe that they are. Sometimes it's communities or it's neighborhoods or it's the environment that you're in that gives you the thought process that makes you think that you're better than anyone else. I like knowing that I'm just gray like everybody else. We're all gray together. See, I think that's the reason I don't understand racism and I don't understand this hatred toward white people or what did they call it? White privilege. White people don't have a privilege. The idea that black people were saying that while they get used and abused and treated like suckers is amazing to me. I I just, no one's better than anyone else. It doesn't matter about the color of your skin, where you grew up, how much money you make, where you live. None of that shit matters because all of it can be stripped from you in an instant and you'll be back exactly where the fuck you started from. You need to always be aware that everything you have can be taken from you. And until we get to that, people are going to run around fucking dumb as hell thinking they're so fucking great. And they're not. Right? Come back down to reality where I am and look at yourself in the mirror. Are you really that great? Are you really flawless? Are you flawless? Are you lying to yourself? I don't know. Everybody should be equal. Then we wouldn't have all the problems we have right now. Moving into the main part of the conversation. Common sense isn't common, and I already started talking about that. People wonder why bad things happen. Don't invest your money in a bad bet. Don't put all your cards into one box. Don't think people are reliable when they're unreliable. Don't assume that you're protecting when nobody's on your side. Don't think that you figured out everything when you have no idea what's going on. If you want to be successful, you have to be five steps ahead. You need to save, you need to prepare, you need to be ready, you need to focus. You need to be aware of your surroundings. Common sense is understanding that people are desperate for power. And they will do anything to attain it and keep it and hold it over you. That's what an autocracy is. That's what it looks like in China. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to fucking live in China. I don't. I don't want to visit Vietnam. 
I don't want to go to any of these eighth world fucking countries. And I'm not saying that because I'm being rude. I'm saying that because I like America. And if I'm going to travel anywhere, it's going to be Ireland or UK. I mean, Ireland, Italy, or UK. Why? Because I think Italy is just beyond beautiful. It's breathtaking. And it is like a paradise. And there isn't another one like it. So if I'm going to go anywhere, it would be London. It would be Italy. And it would be Spain. It, it probably wouldn't be these other places. It, it wouldn't. Like, China's fine and all. Maybe Singapore. Or maybe I'd go to Japan. Or Korea, maybe. Definitely not the bad part of Korea. Maybe, maybe the good part. But we have an autocracy problem. And nobody's talking about it. Common sense isn't common. People dig their graves and they don't understand they're going to have to lay in the coffin at the end of that. They make their beds and then they don't want to lay in it. And that's not how it goes. The ultimate driving machines are called German-made vehicles. And I know a lot of people will argue with me and say that Volkswagen and BMW and... A bunch of other high-end vehicles aren't better than a Honda. But I've got some news for you. Why do you think you're better than Germany? Do you understand the ultimate driving machine is an ultimate driving machine? Why the fuck would I want to drive something that any everybody can get? And I know that people want to run around here saying that a Honda... CRV or CVR or whatever it is, even maybe a Civic, is a high-end vehicle. But that is not a high-end vehicle. It isn't. Have you seen the inside of those cars? Now, my Jetta that I have is leather, black leather all around, nice-ass touchscreen. Everything is, like, super techy and a girl's dream of a car, right? That's what I think about when I think of my car. It's an ultimate driving machine. Why would I ever go to anything else that's not that? Right? It's smooth, economical, it's push to start. It's everything you would want in an ultimate driving machine. Have you been in a BMW? There is nothing like it. Like, please don't try to compare an apple to a fucking raisin. First of all, the apple is bigger than the raisin. And first of all, you're going to get more to eat out of the apple than the raisin, right? It's two different things. It's two different classes. I like to separate myself from idiots. And so I'm going to do it with cars. You can say whatever you want about Hondas, but look where they're made. I'm sticking with Volkswagen. And you might not agree with me, but I don't care. It's either Volkswagen or BMW. I'd even maybe go Range Rover just because I think those are fancy and I like them. I will never have another Honda. I don't give a fuck about Honda. And anybody with any class doesn't either. They understand it. Toyotas, Hondas, pieces of shit, right? You have to keep working on them and investing money to fix it. Why? I like my oil change. It's like $70 and I'm good for a year and I don't have to think about the shit. The other one is the maintenance is ridiculous. Pass. Fucking pass. 
I'm good, bruh. I am good. I drive an ultimate driving machine, and I'm never driving anything else. Just saying. Quiet in suburbia. What's going on in suburbia right now? Oh, my God. They don't have to deal with traffic. They don't have to deal with loud noises or fucking ambulances or bad neighbors or just aggravation. I want to live in suburbia. I want a driveway. I want silence. I want the country. I don't want to hear any noise. I never want to live in a fucking city again. You couldn't pay me to live in New York. I'm good. I don't want to be around traffic. Every morning when I wake up and I have to go to work, do you know how long it takes me to get out of the fucking parking lot that we live that is surrounded where we live? Forever. And I'm just in the car every day, just like, oh my God, I'm going to be fucking late to work. Because how the fuck am I going to get out of here? This morning when I was driving to work, five million fucking cars driving down the street. Like, God, man. Ah. Life in suburbia is better than life in the city. And no one can tell me differently. If you don't want a car and you want to walk everywhere and you want to Uber and you want to get on a bus, that's good for you. I am not a bus girl. I live in New England. I like my vehicle, bro. I don't want to get on any type of public transportation and talk to anybody. I like privacy and I like being my own vehicle away from everybody. And people can't be trusted right now because they're all fucking crazy. There's another reason why I like life in suburbia because bad shit happens in cities and I don't want anything bad to happen to me. Just saying. Just saying. Next part of the conversation. Logical thinking. Logical thinking means you think about logic and you add that into your thinking process. That's what logical thinking is. Like, did that really just happen? Or did I really just see that? Or does that actually make sense? Is 5 plus 4 10? Is it? Let me get the fucking calculator out and add it. No, 5 plus 4 is 9. And 2 plus 2 is 4, not 5. And a penis means you're a man. Logical thinking. Right? That's it. The day you're born on is your birthday. You don't get to change your birthday. That's not how any of this works, man. Logic. L-O-G-I-C. Logic. It's fairly simple to have that and understand things in a very easy way. And we need to be moving forward with understanding logic and understanding common sense, like I said at the beginning of the main part of the conversation. But you can't teach stupid people to be smart. So that's the conversation on logic. Family over foe. I know we're going through some difficulties in life right now. People are witnessing crazy shit on the streets. And even more insanity with people still saying that they want to abort babies. And they want you to have the ability to have an abortion up to nine months. And all this ridiculous shit. And they want to split families apart. Democrats succeeded with having no man families and fatherless children. They've succeeded to the point now where children aren't looking for their fathers and they don't know what a father is. Do you know how many times I've been surrounded by women and girls and boys and women and men and I'm like, how's your dad? And they're like, what dad? That's a problem. And it's not a little bit of people, it's a lot of them. Now, I might not like all things my dad has said or done, but I still have a dad, right? And I still have a mom. 
And my dad was there. He might not be the greatest dad, but he's surely not the worst dad. We have parents. That's the only way you're going to grow up the correct way. And your parents might not be great. They might be horrible. Your mother might be a really horrible, wicked, wicked witch. Or your father might be an even more horrible dude. But you still have two parents. And the idea that we're acting like that doesn't matter should be a problem, right? Family. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your nephew, your niece, your nana, your papa, your cousin, your uncle, your auntie, your family has to be over strangers. And your family has to come first. Because if your family doesn't come first, then nothing comes first. Your family is always going to be there for you regardless of everything. You're always going to be able to text your brother, call your brother, do this, do that. You're going to be able to do that. Be strong. The politicians and people will try to tell you that family doesn't mean anything. And the reason I brought up the fatherless homes and the manless situations is because the Democrats did that to black families. And black families haven't fought back yet. And they need to. Saving the animals. How do we save the fish in the sea from the stupid-ass green energy crap they're doing? And how do we save the lions and the tigers and the bears and all the animals in the forest, right? How? Is there a way that we could ingrain into people that's probably not a good idea to try to, like, skin a tiger or, like, kill animals that are already endangered? There must be a way for us to promote saving animals because it just breaks my heart when animals are killed and tortured and, and put through pain and suffering and they don't deserve that shit. Like, why don't we kill bad people and not animals? Why don't we stop torturing animals at fucking zoos and why don't we actually care about them? Is that an option? I'm willing to spend all the money that would go to the fucking Pentagon on that, right? I want to focus on saving animals. We could take all the money that's supposed to go to the army or whatever and just give it to that. Since the, the majority of the money that goes to the army is supposedly going to fucking abortions, why don't we take all that money and save animals with it? Can that be an option? I'd rather promote saving, like, fishies and, and birds and, and tigers and lions and bears. Oh, my. I'd, I'd rather save them. I think Michael Jackson had the right mindset with his zoo that he had whatever many years ago that was I think we need to really be saving the animals seriously and moving into watching things will hijack get a season 2 I don't know maybe it will see what happens Um, where does the real horror stories live it's definitely not on amc because all they've been doing is playing repeats of halloween past tales from the crypt i haven't watched that in forever but i want to american horror story i think that's got a new season on hulu and we need to watch it looks scary creep show has a new season and that is on shutter and we will be watching that x files i haven't watched that in forever but i'm willing to re-watch that i think we're watching it on hulu is comedy dead? Yeah, it's dead. Because people aren't willing to be Dave Chappelle. People aren't really 
willing to be hated. Comedy is supposed to cut. It's supposed to hurt. And it's supposed to be funny. That's what comedy is. When... When Will Smith attacks Chris Tucker, right? When he attacked him, he didn't understand what he was doing. And that's the fear I have for comedy. Now, I love laughing. I love comedy shows. I, I love comedy, right? Being able to laugh at your hair or the color of your skin or a situation you've experienced in your life. I loved when the Dave Chappelle show was on Comedy Central. And I just think it's so horrible that people are willing to disown something that they like because they care more about politics. And I know that we want to sit here and we want to pretend that comedy isn't connected to politics because that's convenient for us to pretend like it's not but it is and we have to stop let comedy be funny hello tomorrow that was scary do you think you want to watch it maybe i'm looking for like horror movies not like all the crappy movies that are on AMC right now. Because Poltergeist was on the other night. And I like watched it. And they had um, the Exorcism. The Exorcist on. The original Exorcist was on. And like I'll look at it. Like it's there. I'm not saying I won't look at it. Because I will. But I can't help feeling like. Dude. Where's like the new horror movies that are supposed to be like scary? Like, I want to see The Conjuring again. Why is that not on TV? Where the fuck is The Conjuring? Where are these real horror movies at? Like, the scary, scary horror movies. Not these, like, 1983, like, horror movies that are okay, but, like, what happened to Halloween and TV? Like, I'm starting to get mad. And I love Halloween, and I feel like I'm not getting the experience that I want. I'm not happy about this. Mm-mm. Moving into food, broccoli pasta. So basically, you chop up broccoli and you can add that in with Alfredo and use that as a sauce. And you can do that with anything. Rigatoni, spaghetti, penne, whatever you want. You could also add a little bit of vodka in it if you want to get creative. Some Parmesan, some red spicy peppers. Whatever you want to add into it, you can add it and you can make it good. But some broccoli, mmm. Maybe even some bacon. Who knows? Barilla is a great pasta, but you really got to be careful with how much carbs you're eating. So maybe try to make the pasta yourself carb-free. Zucchini noodles are a great alternative to pasta. Less sauce, more flavor. In Italy, they don't put a lot of sauce on everything. And they don't put a lot into their dishes. They're very simple, right? It's the sauce and it's a, it's a pasta. And there's not a lot of cheese on it. It's just, there's olive oil. It's fairly simple. It's not as complicated as the Americanized variation of Italian. It's it's not like that. And I know people want to hype up Olive Garden, but Olive Garden is cheap Italian. It's like the McDonald's for Italian food. Why do you want to go there? It's not real. Like, if I want real Italian, I'm going to an Italian restaurant. 
is eating out cheaper than the grocery shopping? In some ways, I think yes. We went to the grocery store last week and Skip spent $70. And I don't know what the fuck he bought because it doesn't look like there's any food in the fridge. So I don't know what he spent his money on. Because I don't see it. There's that. And everything costs. more the soda is $6.99 for like 12 cans the potato chips are $8 but the potato chips have been $8 I've been talking about the 8 Honestly, I feel like we should stop hyping up fake Italian food. Like, it's not real. Like, everything in Italy tastes, like, just so much better than it does here. And I I don't like lying to myself, believing that everything has to be, like, layered with stuff that's not real Italian. So, pass on Olive Garden. But the salad and the breadsticks and soup... Are still good. Zuppa scana is still one of my favorite soups, even if it's not really Italian. But we were talking about eating out versus grocery shopping. And I was telling you about those expensive ass potato chips and the pasta and everything that goes into grocery shopping. It's becoming very difficult to like plan out a, like a week of food, right? If you add children into that in meal prepping or snacking or anything you're at a hundred plus a week or every at every two weeks you're at two something this is not cheap and who is paying attention to us getting like hounded at the grocery store man it's sad i kind of feel like sometimes i might as well just go on doordash I'd rather just spend $20, not have to go to the store and order something. And part of me hates the idea that I am have that mindset where I'd rather buy something than go in a grocery store. But for me, it's cheaper to have something pre-made that I could just eat versus me spending the time to buy it than making it. It costs too much. It's, it's too expensive. I don't know. I am not into the grocery store like I used to be. Weekly meals. So my weekly meals, I haven't got them in a week because where my weekly meals come from, they went on a vacation. I won't have it next week either. I kind of miss it, but it's got me wanting to make my own meal prep, but I think I'm going to skip that. I just don't have time to do it. But I think it's important if you work during the week and you have to work during the week, you should plan out what you're going to eat for lunch. Whether it's something small or something big, you should have that plan for the week ahead. My friends, that is the end of this Friday pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star right under an hour. This was a long extended variation of Born to Be a Star because I went rogue on politics like I did yesterday. Don't judge me for that. Love me for that. I'm giving you the facts. I'm giving you the fun and I'm giving you the party. 
God made me the host and I made you the host too. Let us shine together. You are a star wherever you are. And I will see you on Monday, even though it's Columbus Day, because I'm not seeing Indigenous People Day, because I think that fucking is stupid. And I don't understand why they had to rename it that. What was wrong with Columbus? He seemed pretty bright to me. So enjoy your Columbus Day. Hope you got three days off. And I'll see you on Monday while I'm doing nothing, because that's going to be a lot of fun for me. Waking up late and doing nothing. I'll see you then. Same place, same time on Born to be a Star. Bye.